day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The black is Every time we do an episode, I always say what episode number it is, and I always forget. So I don't know what episode number this is. Doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't fucking matter at all. Uh, we're on everything. So this is actually a great segue. We're on everything. We're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Look up Blade Job. Anyway, my, I'm the host, Steve Carley. Who am I with today? Introduce yourself, boys. I say boys. And you're well, I mean, it's me. It's Eric. You know, the, the other usual host. The usual fair. And we have a special guest today. Father's the episode. Yeah. So we have the daddy of. Yeah. This is episode 27. Thank you. That's Mr. Zach Whitman of the. Um, what, give, tell us a little about yourself. Of the state of Florida. The state of Florida. <laughs> yep. Florida man. All those all those mentions of Florida man and all the yeah. news. It's actually Zach Whitman. So stick around at the end of the episode. We got a good fart bite, and we're gonna ask Zach to confirm some Florida meth stories that we've covered on the past episodes. So true. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm actually Michigan's <laughs> ambassador to the state of Florida. It's true. Rightfully so. so. So, I mean, this is going to be just a movie episode. We're just going to be talking about topical. Topical. topical, topical blah, blah, blah. We'll be talking about Father's Day from 2011, which is by yeah. far the newest movie that we've uh, talked about. Yeah, your boy doesn't know shit about wrestling, so we're movies only. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, we do just, I, so. and we lost the last episode. So, the technically, the last episode up is Mother's Day, so it just kind of works. It's nice. topical. We're, yeah. only gonna st- we're only doing holiday <laughs> horror movies yeah. now. Be sure to subscribe to Patreon to get the lost episodes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the three minutes and 30 seconds we had before we started recording of Cursed. Uh, us reacting to Steve's fart. Yeah. Cursed. The fart will be at the end of this episode. Just <laughs> oh isolated. Oh my God. Us, like It's going to lead us into the end song of the episode. It's so. going to lead us into the fucking end of days if I keep that up, so we got to yeah. get through this we real gotta, quick. got to get through this. Yeah. All right, let's just fucking dive in. We're talking about Father's yeah, Day. This is now, okay, so what is the group? What was the group um, that, because this movie is uh, directed, written and directed by, I guess you could say, like a kind of a coalition of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember what the actual name of them was called. Do you guys remember? Or we just know. You didn't look it up? I wish it was like, um, <laughs> it doesn't say on IMDb. I think That's it's, um, Good, good. As- Astron, yeah. Astron, Astron Six, I think. Astron yeah. Six, yeah. that's what it was. So, but it's like the guy who plays Ahab. Well, it's many of them, and also I'll, I'll I'll say it right now. It's directed by, and these guys are all actors in the movie too: Adam Brooks, Jeremy yeah. Gillespie, Matthew Kennedy, Stephen Cron- Stephen Kostansky, and then Connor Sweeney. Mm, all yeah. white men. Oh, yeah, exactly. All white Yikes. Men. We can pretty, get into uh, how uh, pretty problematic. We can get into how problematic this movie is. Yeah. Uh, For sure. Uh, it's a trauma release too. They say the N word. Ext- extremely. <laughs> trauma. I don't think they even do it once, but hey, maybe. They say the F word a lot. Uh, so, yeah, this is a trauma movie. Yeah. Uh, so, it's kind of headed by our boy Lloyd Kaufman. Quick IMDb, uh, what's the word, synopsis here? A murderer, a priest, and a delinquent try to bring down a father killing madman. Uh, who's the murderer exactly in this? Oh, um, it's yeah. Fuckman. Fuckman. Well, no, a murderer, a priest, and a delinquent try to bring down. Oh, that's down true. Yeah, because yeah, he, he kills the guy. Yeah, that's right. Right, right, right. right. Oh, I didn't realize you were just. Yes, go on. Oh. Yeah. So what's what's this guy's deal? What's Lloyd Kaufman's deal? I've never. Heard so like, so have you seen a trauma movie? Really, uh-huh. Toxic, Avengers, trauma, yeah. a cla- Toxic Avengers, a cl- almost classic. Yeah. So it's like, um, 
kind of, I don't know, famous for really, really gory, low-budget exploitation, exploitation stuff. Exploitation indie York, film. Okay. And yeah, and he's kind of like... He's like the Walt Disney of trash film, yeah, basically. Uh, so he's racist. For mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a blatant anti-Semite, yeah, right. for sure. But yeah, no, he's like uh He's like... He's like kind of like a... Um, I mean, I, he, was, who, he was he played God. In the he movie. played God, and it's kind of a weird um, metaphor for I would say yeah, like, which trash is fitting. indie filmmakers because okay. he kind of is like maybe the God, right? The God of uh, of that. Also, um, someone who came because a lot of people will like go from Troma to oh, do yeah. other things, like uh, James Gunn who did Guardians of the Galaxy two, mm-hmm. one and two, and then mm-hmm. three. He's came from Troma. Yeah, I mean, Eli is, Roth, a lot of horror guys. Eli Roth came from Trauma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like, so a, it's like what about, a. What about the guy who did Mandy? Is that is he from that as well? No. Panos Cosmanos? No, I don't think so. But he's um. Just he's just his own thing. But his <laughs> no, his dad's a horror. His dad's a famous guy. I don't know if you knew that, Steve. Uh, I think you mentioned that his actually. His dad like directed like episode. Rambo two. Oh and, yeah. And like a bunch of eighties action shit or something. Rambo two from nineteen. Well, whatever. But yeah, so Lloyd Kaufman. It's a trauma. It's a trauma. Uh, trauma movie. You you work the computer. Also. Oh like, oh, thank you. Um, this cut this tra- out later, Eric. Yeah. Eric, a note to Eric: cut this out later. It's being cut. <laughs> I'm just gonna replace all this with the farts. Actually, okay. <laughs> an hour and a half of nothing but farts, family, baby. Uh, like a family-friendly edition, and every time mm. you swore, it got cut out by the fart. That fart that That's actually so. worse than hearing the swear itself. Yeah. Trust me on that one. So yeah, this is the newest movie we covered, and honestly. I- We've talked about it before. Like, I'm not a huge fan of um, like movies that do like the gr- like the fake grainy to be mm-hmm. old. Well, this. it doesn't look good with like digital filmmaking. You know, this obviously looks like you know like an Instagram filter. Yeah, you know, like, like a clever filter. Filtered, but I th- it was fine. I thought it was fine here. I didn't really notice it besides like the opening scene. Yeah, like, I think it was a lot less. You know, I think it was a lot less prominent as it went on. Yeah. I think this is better. Like Hobo with a Shotgun, this like there's some that do it well, but that there's a lot of like people who are are just doing like Instagram filtered mm-hmm. almost like iPhone move like horror movies. Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of shitty, but this was good. I enjoyed it. Go see Blunty on that shit. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because this is, of course, shot to look like in, what, a 70s grindhouse exploitation yeah. movie. And it's very similar to Grindhouse with, like, the Tarantino movies where it has, like, the fake trailers. Mm. Um, like, you're watching, like, a late-night TV program kind of thing, right. if that makes sense. Which is, I, I like that. It does. It's immersive. and it, you know. Yeah. Are they, is that Star Wars movie that they made real? I don't Star think so. Raiders. I'm gonna assume the answer is no. The movie, yeah. I personally, I I would I would watch that. Yeah, I wish it was. I, I doubt it's real, but I kind of hope it is. But I don't. Kinda, I really don't it's think so. It could be like how the movies from, um, Death Proof and yeah, the Thanksgiving. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, like the fake trailers that Tarantino made for that. Some of them I think became real. Like I think Hobo with a Shock. Or I don't know. Hobo with a Shock was one, but Thanksgiving was one, and then mm. there was like the Don't Go in the Basement or something. The people under the stairs. Yeah, and there no, was, that's like, a different the Nick one. Nick Cage werewolf nun one, which all of those should be made into movies. Yeah. Like Nick Nick Cage, like as like a werewolf biker nun slaughterer. Sounds great. Yeah, I'd be into that. So let's just um, kind of dive into the like the plot here. I mean, basically, you just I mean, it's kind of as as Blade Job as we're known here. It's kind of straightforward shit. I mean, yeah. as complicated as this movie seems when you watch it, it's obviously you know a st- pretty straightforward plot. It's like a classic. Like I would, this is a classic example of like uh, our 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 other patron saint of Blade Job, 
Joe Bob Briggs. He always says too much plot getting in the way of the story here. It was way too much plot. <laughs> and it was like not that simple. It was a very simple story. But there was like a lot of weird. I just saw so yesterday I saw Rocket Man, you know, with the one that all, the the I heard that has some gay sex in it. It does have like, some gay sex. I but, but I heard it's yeah. My issue with the movie is that they tried to pack in way too much fucking st- plot into the movie. I heard it was for the runtime. Bohemian Rhapsody. The other one. I never saw that one, but I thought it, I thought this was an okay movie. Anyway, this is a similar problem where they just sort of fucking pack so much into it. But I guess it makes more sense for this movie because I mean the what the kind of the nature of the movie itself, which is you know zany. Um, but basically, so I'm I'm actually gonna, you know, gonna read a uh, like a more in depth IMDb Whoa, plot what? summary. Not much more in depth, but written written by anonymous. So you're on Blade Job. We read IMDb reviews. We do. We just read them out loud. That's it. We just turn it off. That's it. We just read the trivia from IMDb. Which so I, trivia is pretty important sometimes. Guess what? There's none for this movie, so... Ahab, a man obsessed with extracting a brutal, violent revenge on the man who murdered his dad, joins John, an eager priest, and Twink, a hot-headed street hustler, on an epic quest to find and defeat this mythical monster known as Chris Fuckman, a.k.a. the Father's Day Killer. Okay. I wish I had just read that one first, as opposed to the other yeah. one, but... A little so, more in-depth. Cut it and throw it in the, in the middle. Do we know why that the uh, Fuckman is murdering dads? Because I don't remember. Uh, it's probably the demonic. Yeah, so it is just uh, the nature of him as a, he needs to kill dads. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, they found out later that he was. Yeah. He's like a satanic succubus kind of thing. Yeah. Side note: None of us here on Bully Jab are dads, so we're safe. True. Yeah. If you're that a dad would, listening to this, which you should, that we it's know Father's of. Day. Yeah. It makes That's sense. True. None of us do. I, I think. Well, I would say none of us are fathers. That we, we know, know of, of, anyway. Um. Yeah. We should be good. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it starts like a serial killer movie, but it's very like you're getting fucked in the ass. But I guess probably, since we, probably. Have a, we have a guest on the show today. I feel like we should ask Zach's opinion because we they hear our fucking dumb opinions every week. Yeah, all right, listeners. They're so all fucking right. dumb. So, uh, They're so yeah, fucking dumb. Zach, what is your what is your experience with shitty low budget horror movies? Not a lot of okay. it, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that that brings a unique perspective. That's why to we're here. This I was just is, is this a podcast? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're um, not, yeah. And yeah, no, I, I I did like I liked this movie. I thought it was there was a lot of good comedy in it. Honestly, like really good timing, uh, like well timed bits and you know stuff that uh, if lines that if said by worse comedic actors would have completely fallen flat. But like yeah. I think the the. The, uh, the main characters did a good job of landing those lines. Can I be honest with you? Can I interrupt you for a second? Steve, uh, I guess so. Steve's it's your show. Tear, Steve's going to tear you it's your show. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm just saying that I. it took me a while to realize that at first, because like the comedy in it, I thought it was like intent. I thought it was like genuinely like bad comedy. I didn't realize that it was like intentional, you know, right. putting yeah. weird sound effects. It took me a second to kind of register it in my, my head. Then I was well, like, I oh, yeah. I got right away because I'm an advanced well, movie. Right, right, because, um, yeah, because you're, Zach for sure, knows, yeah, you see more comedies and such. for comedy. Like, yeah. That's like right. never seen before. So, for sure. um, <laughs> yeah, I did, I did lose, I caught myself like dozing off or not dozing off, like checking my phone and stuff at a lot of parts where I, and you know, partially my fault, but also oh, we're good the, at that the, here. The film kind of loses me, uh, and like the parts where it's explaining the plot and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. This is a very a exposition heavy movie where they're just like, explaining shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, definitely you know. tell don't show. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It was one of those things where, yeah, like, it had, like, weird, like, melodrama parts to it where it was, like, I, yeah, I didn't particularly care for that either. But I definitely, I would say it's definitely, like, overall, like, a satire 
type film. Yeah. It's all trauma. I don't know is. what it's satirizing, but maybe dad culture. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it's also just like such a trauma thing to be like so crass, like mm. overly crass, right. to the point where it's like not even. I mean, some of the stuff they're saying is extremely offensive, but it's so overdone. Yeah. It's perhaps not mm. offensive. Or right. I, it's hard to explain, but. It, it's not as uh, shocking because it's just in your face the whole movie. Because mm. I mean, it revolves around a like extremely stereotypical like underage gay prostitute essentially. Okay. Like he's one of the main characters mm-hmm. with Twink. Uh-huh. I mean, his name is Twink. You know? so, I mean, I feel like in almost any other movie that would possibly be like, we'll say problematic. Okay. Yeah. No. It just. It. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're doing it on purpose is like. It's. It's, yeah. it's a level of irony. It's, it's like, very, yeah, very tongue yeah, in cheek. Very, very yeah, tongue in cheek. Exactly. The yeah. level of irony is so high that it's like not, it loses its offensiveness almost. Yeah. I mean, it's the. Yeah. They're shielded by our layer of irony. They're. Un, they're uh, unable to be called out or canceled on Twitter because yeah. they're protected by nine layers of irony. Yeah. Um, Eric, did you like the movie, or is this another? Uh, I, I don't think this is another audition for us. The classic no. Eric, two thumbs down. The Marshak, two no, thumbs. I like it. it was good like i said it was better than i expected i had already seen it before but it's been a long time um since i had seen it and it was kind of interesting to go from the previous so previously we watched mother's day before mm. this which is another trauma film which i would say is there, is, a lot, it, is there a lot of dad rape in that one no but there's like quite a few there's quite a bit of rape i would okay. say it seems like a theme. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was <laughs> Working not the play rape, job. Though. Not mom rape. Okay. No, not mom rape. That we know of. I don't think I don't any think of the so. women who were assaulted in that were confirmed mothers. No. But, that we know of anyway. God. But again, like that, and that was interesting too, because that was kind of the first trauma movie, and you could kind of see that like, what you were saying, like the overuse of irony, even back in like the late 70s, mm-hmm. where it's like, if you overdo it, it doesn't become like Last House on the Left, offensive rape scene, it becomes weirdly almost comedic even though it's there is a very thin line if you're trying to like be shocking but yeah. using comedy is a very thin line between like just getting you know just having it be successful or having it be super offensive and you really got to be able to toe that line so you're not offensive you know overly offensive but i mean this movie i mean i like it too i i, I like it less as it goes on like the last third once everything gets like almost cosmic you know with like the heaven and hell mm-hmm. shit i feel like that kind of goes off the rails a bit but i feel like that's like a classic theme of movies we watch is that third act always. yeah yeah it's it just it's like what the, it's either what the fuck that's too crazy or yeah yeah it didn't seem necessary completely unnecessary i mean a lot of this movie is unnecessary but i'm glad i mean like the dad rape is is fucking brutal in this movie like yeah, if it wasn't so funny it wasn't that much dad rape i mean like, but there like, wasn't much dad rape but what they show you is yeah, like yeah. outrageous I mean, there, was the first, there was the first dad rape scene mm-hmm. with with this fucking brutal man yeah, yeah. Uh, but butt. the point is like it's almost Gross. comedic so it's a, it's kind of it lessens the shock of it yeah. if it was like a, like a hard drama it would be fucking horrifying yeah these people like yeah. pickets in the street for this shit well it's also <clears> the <throat> fact that it's like only dads like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's like the, the premise too. on itself is funny like <laughs> yes the premise is so is so out there it's, it's so dad centric so, which is so, so fucking yeah. I don't know why and there is like such if, a why are dads was, funny if, if the if the killer like just killed every like a, like random men yeah. and like raped them then it would be like oh this is really dark but it's like only dads it's like yeah. oh this like killer only rapes and murders like accountants named Daryl right. you know it's like it's so specific that it like it's funny and it's almost in that same way how like 
Weirdly, like, it seems like in the t- 2010s, like, as millennials are aging, there's kind of, like, this, like, dad culture, mm. which also, I think, just makes it fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. I don't know there's what like it is about vibes. dads. There's yeah. Like, fucking, like... It's so fucking cool funny. dads and shit. Like, well, every, I don't know, like everybody has a dad, and everyone can relate to dad that's culture true. in yes. some way. You know? You either have a deck dad, yeah. or you have a boat dad, yeah. or... Hunting uh, dads. A hunting dad. Yeah, you have a... Um, a or you, or, dad or you, just, you just have, yeah, like, like, young millennial women trying to seduce dads. That's, like, a yeah. big thing that women like, like there's, to do now. And, like, yeah. obviously, like, daddy has become, like, oh, yeah. a thing now. Like, mm-hmm. for st- like, like dads have transcended, like, Hot dads. wearing yeah. little guys yeah. to, oh. like, this, like... Sex icon, yeah. <laughs> or though maybe those those Adidas wearing grilling dads are the sex icons well, right. too. That's what I'm saying. It's like before they were kind of like, oh, that's just my dad, and now it's like I'd fuck that. Dad. I mean, you guys have ignored the number one dad shoe, which is New Balance. Uh, you're right. That's I true. Just, Reeboks now, are actually pretty cool. Yeah, which is which is now actually becoming cool. Like you know, you see hip New Yorkers wearing New Balances yeah. now, and dads alike. You see guys like dressing like like on like unironically dressing like Larry David and whatnot now. Oh yeah, I think it's cool. I'm into it. But yeah, I think this movie kind of plays into that culture to an extent. Well, yeah, it's like the whole idea is this, this, you know, just even when they have shots of, like, newspaper clippings where it's, like, local dad remembered. Local dad remembered. (laughs) That that might be, like, the subtitle of this episode. That should be the title, yeah. Local Local dad dad remembered. Three local local future dads remember a great movie. Remembering local dads. (laughs) Even, like, outside of this movie, all local dads should be remembered. That's what Father's Day is. That's what Father's Day is all about. It's just remembering your local dads. I liked all the other ones too. It was like town tries to cancel Father's Day mm. and thing. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if there was like a Father's Day parade? Mm. That'd be great. There should all be the, man. all the dads go. That go would down be down really. I feel like with the police, police escort. That would be really nice. I would. Like, I feel like my dad even deserves it. I feel like everyone's dad deserves it. My dad especially because I'm biased, of course. And then there's my like dad, a but... float with like the best dads. Yeah. And they're Memorial, grilling. Yeah. My dad in a big sandwich. Memorial Day parades. We want Father's Day. Parades. Or a memor- or a Father's Day Memorial Day parade where you remember your father. Remember fallen fathers. Yes. <laughs> For I, I, what I, any I reason. Appreciate fathers that are alive because they need the help. They need the. They, they do. They need the support. That's true. Especially, but I'm in, just saying, especially in this this day and age. I'm just saying we could should still be- have Father's Day, but then I think we should just replace Memorial Day with Father's Memorial Day. That's that's I'm okay. just that's, yeah. that's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. And then you have like Father's Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you kind of just start like slowly start to replace holidays with Father's holidays. I'm all about putting dads on a pedestal. You know, this movie does that pretty well. Yeah. Even though you get you see them getting viciously raped and murdered, and you but laugh at it because it's funny. Mm-hmm. It is. This movie is all about towing that line between shockingly offensive and just like humorous, which is not easy to do at all. Yeah. So what would you? We'll go around here, but what? Starting with Zach, what what do you think was the goriest most shocking scene in the movie oh the dick hole cut for sure oh yeah i yeah. forgot about that one i don't shit. know why he, i don't know wh- so in the in the scene he's he captures um chelsea right chelsea. which is uh which is whose sister um ahab's, 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 ahab's sister, sister thank you first sister who he fucks um, <laughs> spoilers jeez yeah, so, no. well, i mean yeah, that's true. Be, shouldn't be listening to this. There's dad, there's the dad rape, and there's true. incest in this movie. Um, um, and there's a dick slicing, which yeah. Yeah. So he he gra- he just pulls his dick out after he captures her and takes uh like an exacto knife and just slices his dick from like hole to base, basically <laughs> all down the stem. Yeah, and then <laughs> the, yeah, the prop, yeah, the step, the stamen. That's uh, right. And then yeah. rubs, Urethra, rubs the almost. rubs the bloody knife on Chelsea's face. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it seems like that would hurt his dick a lot, and he wouldn't be able to rape as many dads if his dick was that disfigured. So I'm not. I sure mean, why he, did it. he well, is he is a, he is a demon. We, yeah, he is a. Mortal. He's clearly a very sexual, sadistic demon, right. and they get every sense of the term, but which is kind of cool. Work. His dick don't work. 
His dick don't work. Well, he did bite off another dad's dick at one, earlier in the movie. So yeah. it's like it's almost oh, like he yeah. can consume your dick yes. to make his dick bigger and better. That part was also hard to watch. That was probably harder to watch, I think. The dick biting off yeah. when um, when Twink's friend Walnut, they find out. So yeah, yeah, Twink's friend Walnut. He's a, 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 a kind Good of a names. pimp almost character at the yeah. Time. And yeah. then you find out he's like, oh, I fucking knocked up this chick, and then they're like, wait, you're a dad now. And then of course. Dick ah. gets, and he, 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 it's not like he like snaps you know, like, uh, like like a carrot. He like rips it off. Yeah, like a yeah. raw raw piece of bratwurst. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like stringy. Which is kind of nice. I, pr- I prefer that over like snapping in half. I feel well, like that happens a lot. Yeah. You want to have the ripping rather than the snapping when it comes yeah. to ripping dicks I, off. So. I personally, I thought that the dick slicing was the craziest. I think that was the most like realistically it's shocking. It's also longer. Because you have a whole lot of shots, of millions of just people getting cut in half, especially near the end when everything's all crazy. Mm-hmm. So when you have that dick slicing, it's the most like, realistic. Like, yeah. you could, this could happen with someone who's like a sexual like, sadist, you know? They could slice their own cock. I suppose they could. Um, I don't know why they would want would, to, but... I wouldn't want them to. I guess we're not sadist. We're not, uh, you know, sadomasochist uh, serial killers. So we, I don't think so. Um, well, I guess I don't know about Zach yet. He's new to the podcast, yeah, so... Yeah. He, he's just he's just a drifter at this podcast, so he might be, but... You're lucky none of you are dads. <laughs> that we know yeah, of. Insane. Again, that we know of. But yeah, I don't know. The whole movie... Uh, the, the gore is actually pretty well done. It's I think it's incredible. It's practical. Um, I don't think there's a ton of CGI. Well, that is what... Tra- I mean, yeah, even despite it being 2011, I, th- I think it's mostly going to be you know yeah. practical effects. That's trauma. That's what they're known for, and it's incredible in this Which, movie. I guess, uh, yeah, that's part of like what movies we cover on the show is yeah. like... Mainly old, classic, like, shitty gore movies, right. but if we do cover new movies, we want to make sure it has yeah. practical prosthetics. Because practical effects are fucking timeless, yeah, man, so, like, it really right. shows here. And even the times when it wasn't, like, remember the um, the priest at the end gets blown in half, and, like, yeah. there's a few... And yeah, that was, the, that was CGI. Yeah, there's a few things, like, the shrinking, and I think some people getting, like, stepped on, yeah. like, there well, is yeah. CGI, but... I mean, like, all of the shotgun shit, like, all the gunshots look yeah. fucking super oh brutal. Yeah, I know. When he shoots the guy, like, uh, when he shoots Fuckman. the fuck man yeah. The, yeah. on the bridge, he, like, like oh. blows his, his yeah. stomach yeah, completely like open. Half a second shot, but it was... Yeah, they, um, they have, like, a good grasp on how to do that, like, quick shot, like, gory shotgun It's like a tease, shot. yeah. Yeah, like... Well, they've had the decades of practice to get it right, obviously. Yeah, so... But, yeah, these guys... These guys too have done a movie called The Void, which I haven't seen, but I've <laughs> I not because I've seen like the yeah. trailer. It's obviously more high budget than this, yeah, unless they, I'm thinking of something got, else. It's kind of an example of what we were talking about earlier with James Gunn, where it's like this was not like a student film, but you know this was like their first project that Troma released and picked up, and then okay. they got picked up by a bigger. So they did The Void after this. Yeah. So this, is, this that is makes not sense. The Noid, the Domino's villain. Yo Noid, no, this is not Yo Noid. Is he a villain? Did you confirm that? The Domino, the Noid. I don't think he's a villain. He destroys pizza. He, yeah, he. That's what true. Kind of hero destroys pizza? That, that would make a villain in my eyes. Right. Um, how are you doing over there, Steve, with that uh, blanket and the... I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing surprisingly well. We're also alive, so... Th- yeah. That could change at any moment, but I've been doing my best to kind of, like, keep it in and all that, yeah. literally, metaphorically speaking, so... 
Yeah, like we said, there was a there was kind of a, our own little um, Chernobyl nuclear meltdown oh, here oh, earlier. Oh, yeah. In, um, Steve's fucking pants. Podcast listeners, uh, you're lucky that good smell o vision. Smell. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, it was so we were like vision. literally scrambling for something to light on fire just to get the smell out. Yeah. Just just and to I be. Did, did we just ended fire. up lighting like literally garbage on fire. That's <laughs> because it smelled, <laughs> smelled better. Part. Just for context. <laughs> that's that's where we that's, were at. We did we did come from from to here from brunch where it was a lot of different alcohol, so it kind of. And then cookies, and then yeah. Dinner. So yeah, and then and then dessert, yeah, and then drank like almost like. That, that, that doesn't give me an excuse for it to smell this bad, but holy mother of God, does it smell bad? So yeah. we survived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think. What else do you want? What, what What else jumped out to you in the movie, Steve? You're, you're kind of the movie expert of the of the cast here. See, well, here's the thing. I'm, I I would consider myself sure movie expert, but like when it comes to this genre, I'm not super like big. You know, I'm not. I'm not yeah, I haven't done a whole history of shitty exploitative horror movies, yeah, you, slashers, you, I, but yeah. But what, what did you? What what stuck out to you? You're. A, I mean, the, you're an industry man. I'm an industry man, sure. I mean, I could I could sit here and talk about that the fact that the sound was fucking awful and like yeah, a lot of characters so yeah. where you could you could hear them talking and it's obviously they're fucking far away like me holding the microphone back here and that's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, I noticed that as well. You know, and like the scene when they were at the table. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like right after his dick got bit off, like the, I don't, it just was hard to tell. Like yeah, it's just I mean that's just bad. It's like, see, but that's the question I have for trauma is like, is that intentional, or is that just shoddy filmmaking? Because I mean. Yeah. Uh, you you would think if it's not good, then it's bad, right? Like it's that black it's and white. But, but I don't think it's might be a mixture just, of both. It's just like, yeah, I think it's just like they had like to just get it fucking done. Well, when you have when you're watching trauma, you had that expectation of like something, you know, yeah. like you're you're willing to to forego it being perfect because it's fucking trauma. You know, it's supposed to be guerrilla filmmaking. You know, low budget. Yeah. Uh, you so can tell some of it was shot on like. Well, what was the budget for this movie? That is actually a very good question. It's, it's not going to be much. It might be more than you think because it is 2011. So yeah. it might be more than you think, but it's definitely not going to be. Le- it's, I, I'm going to say it's probably less than 100 grand. Yeah, it's yeah a, it's no, a, it's a, it says it's about 100. Uh, fucking nailed it. Oh shit! <laughs> wow. It's made for 10 grand. 10 grand. Okay. Yeah, uh, all right. Excuse their shitty audio now. So that's yeah, fucking. This was made for essentially nothing. Th- that's like as low as it gets. Most of that was honestly probably on. Is running time 99 minutes. Yeah. Did not feel like it. It felt way fucking yeah, longer yeah, than that. It dragged on, definitely. Especially at the end. Uh, at the end, really there's just a think, lot. You know, the more I look at it, the more I'm looking at this, too, I don't think Tromo was really involved until, well, let's say they produced it. I was going to say, it looks like they more distributed I mean, you got Lloyd Kaufman there. Obviously, Tromo is, you know, there's got to put, you know, there's a the footprint there. Stamp. Yeah. The stank, the stamp of approval, but um, yeah, because I mean, that was my big problem, because like, there was a lot of, of scenes in the movie where you think, okay, it could end here. And then it doesn't. And then there's a whole other story beat where it's, all right, now we got to go save him. And you're like, really? Because it's been like an hour and a half. But then it, yeah. apparently it hasn't been because it's apparently only an hour and a half long. But I, I do think this is maybe the cheapest movie we've covered, though. Ten grand. Anything, it, ten it's, it's, grand. Hard, it's hard to find a movie for even close <laughs> to that cheap period. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, I just, there were a lot of, definitely near the end, it was, because like, I like the part, so just to another comparison, I, I just finished the book, the new Stephen King book, The Outsider, mm-hmm. and that book was great when it was like Stay a police, boy. yeah, when it was like, yeah, different outsider, when it was a, like, you know, like a, a good police procedure, it was great, but then once that kind of supernatural shit came in, I kind of got bored of it. That's what I feel like here. I like when it's like, like, up until when they die and they go to heaven or hell, yeah. 
that to me, yeah, that got really that dragged on because that was. I thought the movie was gonna end before that even happened, and then there's like another fucking forty minutes of. Uh, I did. I did like the a crescendo. Very, the very ending though, where they were like, "All right, let's kill ourselves to get back to the real world." That's oh, what I like. And they like couldn't. I thought that was kind of a nice ending. Yeah. Last, last good, good last movie. shot. Yeah. There's them. There's just the corpses. Yeah. Fucking yeah. yeah. That was great, but I, yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, like, yeah, this movie could have ended twenty minutes ago easily without getting into like the. I mean. I call that too many endings syndrome. A lot of oh. movies fucking have that. I hate. It's not. It's not very creative, but you know, it's I mean, uh, it's true. The movie could have ended on the bridge when they killed the fuck man. Yeah, you know, I, thought I feel like if it was like shot in like the seventies, it probably would have because I feel like they were a lot more yeah. primitive storylines for this kind of genre. But here, you expect a bit more. Then yeah. again, I mean, unless you were like, I mean, if you were to show this to someone who doesn't watch this kind of stuff, would you say would they be able to say, oh, this is from twenty eleven? I mean, other than the fact that it's a very no. digital shot, I feel like they wouldn't really know. If, if, yeah, unless they're just, like, even if they don't watch the stuff, unless they're, like, a movie nerd, I don't think they know. Because right. people who watch a lot of movies can tell effects and, um, you know, screen. Uh, sure. Um, like, way, ways to, like, almost digitalize that type of effect. But it looks like it was actually a remake of a short film, so I'm wondering if the short film might be oh. the perfect film. Yeah. Right, yeah. All the dumb exposition. What's the... Oh, orig- oh, originally made as a short film, yeah. so... so it, I wonder if we can get our hands on that. That'd be oh, interesting to watch. Wikipedia page for short film. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. One other problem I have with this, with this movie is that... Now, I, I say... Again, I'm, I'm going to be bringing in other examples of this, but Spike Lee does this a lot in his movies, and I don't like it at all. He likes to have a lot of music... Um, in the movie at times where I don't think there should be any music at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in this movie it's different because, like, at least for Spike Lee, he has the music that kind of symbolizes something. But in this movie, I think a lot of it is just they just thought, if we just put music here where it's quiet, it won't be as distracting. I feel like a lot of young filmmakers will put in music where it doesn't need to be. Just to, it's kind of like where there's no music, it's like an awkward silence. You think it's like dead air, so they can shove music in there. And I thought there was a lot of, like, intense moments that were not intense at all because there's, you know, this weird fucking... You know, almost not not even synth, but like weird, irrelevant music yeah. thrown into the mix. I was yeah. gonna say I usually really like synthy soundtracks. For sure. Stuff, but this one was kind of. It was a hodgepodge of weird music, yeah. especially in, in horror too. There's such like a deep well to pull from like natural sound and to yeah. be able to like make a you know use that to create like a soundscape kind of way. Yeah. But it's easier to just put eighty synth over it uh, and call it a day. But it's like in really good horror, like the mm-hmm. sound design really carries it. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, you got Halloween. It's like the most famous, you know, music of all time. But so. then again, and ten grand. And, yeah. And again, the kind <laughs> yeah. of them going for that like homage type genre, I think, to just be overly, mm-hmm. overly eighties stylized, overly retro, overly offensive. Like I think it all kind of leans to that. Like yeah, just shove it shove in like 80 synth right. just to give it make sure you know this is like um inspired by these and these films but. yeah it is not a shock that it looks like the music here was um you know composed for the movie which is good because then they don't they don't have to like try to pay for rights for music and all that kind of thing yeah. it looks like it won a, won a bunch of awards too at this like it looks like it premiered at this like toronto after dark festival and seems to have done pretty well so, I mean, I kind of get it. Like Best kills. Okay. Yeah. Like, I went to a horror... I went to, a, actually, like, a trauma horror... Trauma horror um, film festival last year, and, like, there's a lot of not good horror films. Mm. So, I can see why this would win. Yeah. Awards for, like... And I think even... 
some of the trauma um, film festivals have a budget restriction. Mm. Like, you can't go over. I'm sure, I'm sure people are like, oh, that's fine for us yeah, because you can't, you yeah. know, so you know how like fucking hard it is to get funding for a movie. like that, so. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that it had some. Uh, Knowing that it's ten grand, I think they did a great job with the budget that they had. Sure. I'm actually yeah. shocked. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how much of because if, there's a lot of it that was green screened. And I wonder, because that's, that's not super cheap to key it and all that, but... But again, most of that just seemed to have take, taken place in that third act. And, like, the actors yeah. were also, like, surprisingly decent for... Yeah. yeah. They probably were paid nothing. Well, it, most of them were the guy... Most the, of them were the directors. Yeah, they kind of did it on spec. Yeah, at least Ahab, yeah. Um, the father... I don't know if this guy was... I wouldn't call it good it. acting, but it's definitely fitting for the subject matter, yeah. you yeah, know? It was, it again, really, you're not expecting... Really take, yeah. It didn't take away. You weren't like, oh, what the fuck? Exactly. Like, like, the sound was a distraction. But the acting was not a distraction. I mean, especially if you understand what you're getting when it comes to a trauma-like yeah. movie. You know, I mean, just like you mentioned with that film festival, you know, you got all these people who are all trying to act like trauma. I'm assuming it's yeah. not all great. So yeah, I just looked at their um, um, the uh, what was it called? Oh, the Astron Six um, other Wikipedia page. And yeah, they did another they did another homage film kind of called The Editor, which is a The Diallo Editor. Oh. It'd be, be interesting to see. We also had the uh, the Tarantino homage with the extended feet shot. Lots of feet shots. That's right. Uh, toenails being painted. Yeah. Uh, fetuses being squished with bare feet. Oh, to the king. I mean, if it isn't clear enough, this is this movie is astonishingly blade job approved. It's got everything yeah. that we want. You've got nudity. Blade you've up. got you've got boobs. You've got yeah. a lot of beheadings. I like to see. Gore. I've always liked the like the head being caved in, you know, like, like, like kind of squished head. Exactly, I'm I'm a fan yeah. of that. I got plenty of that. Um, a lot of cuties in this movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. Would, you, would you have to pick one? Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be Chelsea, dude. It's gonna be Chelsea by a fucking long I mean, shot like to me. One of two women with speaking roles, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's have you seen Chelsea or Slimy Mary? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the movies that we watch here? Unfortunately, it's not very you know yeah, good. Yeah, most of the, most yeah. of the women in the movies you don't, watch yeah, are you, just screaming. Right. Yeah. You don't have a ton of named people to choose. No, from. not at all. Amy Groening. I, mean, I don't. I don't know if she has any relation oh, to Maddie. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> That would be interesting. Exactly alike. That would be interesting if she was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to say that she, uh, is any relation to Matt Groening or else I don't think she'd be doing this, but she's, uh, she's going to be Steve's cutie for this one by a fucking long shot. So overall, it, yeah, yeah, like I said, I like the movie a lot. I like it less as it, once the, the third act hits when you're like looking at your watch, like, oh, that's, you're like, that's a fair fitting. And then they're like, we have to do this other, all the whole other story beat. And you're like, oh, that's, uh. You know, this won't take long, surely, right? And then 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, my God. But this movie does fucking move. When it comes to plot and, like, actual, like, plot beats, it fucking moves. Yeah. Almost from, to a from fault. Where it, from where it starts and where it ends. To, to almost to a fault. It just keeps, there's, like, yeah. shot, you know, these these plot beats keep going on. It's like footsteps. It's fucking crazy, so. But there was weird stuff. Like, the psychedelic nightmare scene seemed a little long. Where they were eating like the poison berries. Yeah, that whole scene really was dumb. Add anything? I think it kind of tried to explain that how Ahab wants to fuck his sister, but I feel like you could have gotten to that. Just See, from the I had forgotten all about that, so I just right. saw the fucking scene and I was like, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, sure. Yeah, he kills Twink in that scene also. Yeah, he does. Fine. Yeah, so it was just that scene was unnecessary, yeah. and it was kind of long. So, and yeah, I thought they were gonna like go all out with like the. I mean, I did. I kind of liked that dreamy sequence like in the pool i think that was kind of a cool way mm -hmm. that was like, very well shot yeah it was it was a great way to kind of like uh you, like 
show a psychedelic scene without using any special effects. Like, I think there were, like, one or two shots where, like, his eyes, like, bulged or yeah. whatever. But for the most part, it was all, like, just through editing. You're talking did. about, like, when it was over under the pool? Yeah. Okay. And, like, he had, he had like, looked at his hand and it said breathe and he, like, he came yeah. up and everything. Just, like, the quick cuts and everything kind of, like, gave you that feeling of, of yeah, trippy, bro. And I think, like, you have to remember with some of these, like, um, these movies that are, like, these guys first go around doing, like, movies like this is, like, these are almost kind of, like, their... Uh, like resumes to an extent mm-hmm. so they're tr- so I feel like sometimes you get stuff like that where you get like a weird like scene where it's like um, kind of like shoehorned in to show like a different like shot style or something so you're saying it's like you want they want to put everything they have into it in case people are because that that's like how pilots for for tv shows are shot but then every pilot you see is a complete full story because they don't you know they don't expect to be get, have it picked yeah, up there's a, there's a so then when it is in every pilot yeah, yeah exactly so like, and there's I always like a full a story these movies where you're watching these first go-arounds of these directors just coming up like their first movie like into this extent like you're seeing a lot of stuff that's Maybe unnecessary, but it's also maybe just to be like, hey, we can yeah, also pull this off. Put it in like, oh yeah, right. So, but I don't know. It kind of worked, kind of didn't at times, but at the same time, I mean, like I, 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 I don't want to say that you're never bored. I mean, obviously it moves it quickly enough and it is zany enough where, I mean, yeah, there's some definitely sometimes because of the length that you're looking at your watch. But other than that, I mean, there's yeah. not even the scenes that are slower, like when they're in the forest and all that. It is kind of kept to a level of you know where it moves so i mean we've watched movies that are boring like my thing is fuck yeah if a movie is boring and never gives you a good payoff fuck that movie like audition yeah we've seen some movies like that but like if a movie has some boring things or if it's slow or if it's whatever but it has like constant excitement for the rest of it i can figure there's a lot there's a lot more good than bad exactly sure. exactly because for the kind of movies that we watch yeah like these movies it's kind of expected to be entertaining i mean you're not looking for like these big make you think ponder on the human condition you know for these kind of movies it's mainly just unfortunately a lot of women being murdered or dads uh, or, or dads. In, in, luckily why in this it, position it was dads to rape dads when it's not funny to rape anyone else it makes you think <laughs> dads, really, dads i guess are, it is uh, kind of makes you think huh it is this is a dad-oppressed movie. Because, yeah. I mean, that, that, those rape scenes, because, I mean, there's, there's penis in this movie. There's plenty of dick. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's there's flaccid and hard dick. You see you see uh, the fuck man's butthole. You see his butthole. You see his, butthole. his actual butthole. And I know that sounds like we're, like, but we're like faulting that, but no. No, we, um, I, 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 I like to see a nice butthole in, these, in a movie like this. I think that's, you know, that, that's mature, yeah, you know? Yeah, it makes you think. <laughs> it makes you, th- makes you ponder. Yeah. Um, I like movies where it's, I like, ballsy, and not, and right. no, well, bad, pun intended, yeah, I want to see actual balls, it too. Like yeah, it's, it wasn't it's easy, rated. it's easy to show so. boobs, but it takes a real genius to show balls. Exactly, it yeah. It even, like, I would say a even, a, like, a, like, a, yeah, like a genius savant to show a butthole. Yeah, true. To do it, it's just it's like it's funny how like you you've seen uh, Irreversible with like that big rape scene. Have you seen that? Pretend that I have, but I've not. Okay, it's 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 a notorious it's it's a notorious movie. Gaspar Noé, love him, but this movie the movie it's there's a very gratuitous rape scene with Monica Bellucci being raped. It's like a single shot. She's being, but that of course is played for like awful. That is a hard drama, so it's like a fucking vicious and brutal movie to watch. But then you see this. 
I mean, these people are, these dads are, like, it's full on. You see, it, you see everything, you know? You, everything but the actual penetration, it's almost like makes you laugh. Like, yeah. This this guy is, is fucking crying and screaming while being viciously raped by this big sweaty boy. So there's this reminds me, there's a movie, I forget what it's called, but it's about this guy who, like, moves in with this family and then just, like, rapes and molests the dad over like years and like oh. lives in the I think it's his son or something I forget have you heard of this I've heard of it I don't know what I can't think of the name either. I'm sure we can look it up it's not dog tooth is it it's not dog tooth it's not uh okay is it like Japanese like is it you like how I just assume it's Japanese it, I've heard about it it's like it's a movie about being gay with your dad huh uh, but also I mean there's that Louis C.K. joke so about seducing and fucking someone's dad you even sure heard that dad. one right well that's true that's true I'll have to look it up. Yeah, please do. I'm, I'm just sitting here hearing what that is, so. I'll do it here. Okay. You talk. But, yeah, I think we can so, we can probably start wrapping up. I mean, you know, this. Yeah, we can start wrapping up, but I mean, I, yeah, I think definitely an approved Blade Job movie. This um, might be the most Blade Job approved I think we've seen so really? far. I just think in terms of the amount of everything that we look for in a movie, I mean, say what you will about the actual plot and all that, but I mean, when it comes to vicious violence, you know, visceral uh, sexual assaults. Yeah. You know, I'm not proud of that. That that you know that that is our uh, focus. But at the same time, I'm very proud of that. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a theme with a lot of movies that like. But yeah, I think it. I, yeah, it was. Because I've stated before that I love like horror comedies, but I like horror comedies that are tongue in cheek, not overt, overtly like super comedic. Like, sure. Uh, like the fucking. Uh, like Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Well, that movie's perfect, but yeah. This movie's more like satire comedy with like. It's just very more tongue in cheek. It's black. It's black as shit. Black as fucking night. But I think uh, it really does have everything that we want in a movie. It has everything we want, you know, except for the ultimate movie, which we're yet to really cover, is to have all of the box checked it plus have wrestling in it. That's that's the ultimate. We were close with with the apes. We'll have to record that. Yeah, like we said, we um we we lost our last episode to a computer. What do you mean we? (laughs) I'm gonna. We're a team, Steve. Okay, fine, fine. That's fine. That's fair enough. Uh, Yeah, it was lost. To a computer malfunction crash. This this very computer actually that you're recording yeah. on. So let's make sure we get that going. Oh, and I saved. found it. Okay. Yeah. The Dadrite movie. It's a short film. It's called The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. It's by the same heard... director as Hereditary. Really? Oh, Ari Aster. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Midsummer. Very excited for Midsummer coming out next year. Next uh, month, no, I mean. This like in a couple weeks. July third. Yeah. Eh, three weeks. Four you weeks. Said next year. This is but then I corrected okay. it. Sidney Johnson, an acclaimed poet, accidentally interrupts his 12-year-old son masturbating. He apologizes and, reinsur- and reassures him that his act is normal. His son, or his, the father does not realize that Isaiah has been master- masturbating to a photograph of him, his dad. 14 years later, during Isaiah's wedding reception, about to perform fellatio on his own dad. And basically the movie is about how his son, like, the son is raping the dad for like years and like holding like the parents hostage and shit. That might actually be on Vimeo. I think I've seen clips of that on Vimeo because yeah, exactly. I think from Ari Aster, like, his own Vimeo account. Minutes. So what Word. is that called? The, str- uh, the strange thing about the Johnsons. So if you want a fun Father's Day double feature with your dad this Sunday. Um, Talk about bringing dads together, man. Father's Day? The 2011 like bonding with your beautiful son and the strange thing about the Johnsons and make sure you listen uh, to like this a fun episode double feature to watch with your own father yeah so I love you so much dad um, yeah I think that's pretty much a wrap for us keeping uh, it quick today else you want to cover um 
I mean, the acting, like we said, the acting is not great, but again, it's one of those things. I do, listen, you know, as, from a production standpoint, I admire somebody who can act and also direct in it. You know, and he, uh, Jeremy, whatever his last name is, he, uh, he's in, but I fucking wish he was in this movie. I love Jeremy Piven. No, Jeremy, um, I, I really need to make this, um, you know, I need to be nice about this. Jeremy, Jeremy Gillespie. Gillespie, correct. He directed, he, you know, one of many co-directors. He also composed the, composed the movie. I respect that. You can act, you can compose. It's like the Shane Carruth who did Primer and Upstream Color. Yes, yes, no. Anyway. Nodding my head, yes. He uh, acted, directed, shot, produced, edited, composed, and distributed the movie. his movies. Um, anyway, I respect that. So, you know, it, it, listen, like if you're directing the movie and your acting isn't super great for a $10,000 budget, that's okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm more willing to give you a pass for that one. Yeah, so I mean, anything you can do in $10,000 is... I, I really cannot, like, because I've, I've worked on this shit. I mean, not to, you know, but I cannot describe to you how crazy it is that they made that on $10,000. Yeah. That's not a lot of money. That covers, like, renting a location sometimes. Like, yeah. that's... I mean, because they even had that one when they when they first get into hell. There's all the stop motion you can see from like the plants and shit. Yeah, that was super cool. That's that's not cheap, man. I've done stop motion. It's fucking horrible. It's the worst thing in the entire world. That that was great. Say, Jeremy Gillespie did the void, like so away from the rest of that group. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, the noid. The noid. noid. So uh, I respect that. I, I cannot even believe that that's oh, and this is all ten thousand dollars. So beautiful work, boys. You guys, you guys rate the the movie at the you end. Give it a blade job, approved or disapproved. Two blade jobs up. Yeah. Two blade, two, two blades, blades up. up. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I guess give it three Floridas up. Three Floridas up, man. Oh yeah, and I think we should ask Zach now. So a couple weeks ago, we covered well, while ago we covered a movie called. Blood, I gotta go soon. I don't know. Blood Rain. <laughs> well, we. we, we uh, how much meth is in Florida? A lot. So I will say, I will say. <laughs> That's pretty much the only question. There's, there's, three, <laughs> there's a lot of No more questions. Here. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot. And I will say there are, th- there are three, three prongs to the Florida man uh, okay. situation. One is there is a lot of drugs in Florida, especially okay. in rural Florida. Two, there is, uh, it's one of the least funded, uh, states for mental health. Okay. Uh, and three, that could be any state. Three, it has, um, some of the most available public records for police reports. Ooh. So oh. there doesn't even have, there doesn't even, like, any time the police are called and they write a report, that's public information. So it's, like, very readily available. It's called Sunshine, Sunshine Law. Sunshine Law, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. So is it safe to assume anytime we're watching a movie and it takes place in, say, Jacksonville, Florida, and people are acting out of normal, we can just assume that they're on meth? <laughs> yes. See? So yeah, Blood Rage. We kept debating if the mother was on meth the whole time because she was like vacuuming and, and acting insanely yeah, crazy. Probably. And we were we were wondering if she was on meth or if she what was Ryan's theory? She was like smoking something else. I don't remember. Ryan's been caught by the by the cartel yeah. Mexican cartel for years now. So Ryan, you know, I don't. Th- hopefully, he's not a dad. Uh, I don't think so. But, well, there you have it. With that, we wrap Florida it up. The man confirms meth is. In Florida, I'm dabbing right now. You can't see. <laughs> that, it. That, yeah, that that was free information for you guys. So yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a, a benefit. Yeah. Tell your it's friends. Free. You only get on Blade Job is that yeah. method. Sunshine Law, baby. If you get bored, look up some police records. With that, all right, let's wrap this. Have you heard of Chris Fuckman? The guy that goes around raping dads. I've been watching him for years. All fathers, all raped. See a pattern? Happy Father's Day.